0: Thank you, YouTube. That was a really awesome stream I just had by myself. Now we're going to redo it with you guys being able to see and hear me. Isn't that amazing? That was a a good long stream I had there by myself. How's it going, everybody? We've got new all time highs in Hex, Hex hex.com up 211,000% in a year and a half. If you'd bought January 5th of last year before profit from staking, which is average 37% and there was a big payday where everyone got a minimum of 30 to 100% payout. You know, you're up like 400,000% in a year and a half. Now, did anyone tell you this was possible? I told you it's possible. Heck, this is what Hex was designed to do. It's design attention was to accrue value, just like a good business. Unlike a business, you're the person that's in charge of all your rewards. You're the person that is the bank. You're the person that is the fed. You're the person that is the network. You do everything. It's just inert code that sits on a blockchain and does nothing. But you guys lock up your coins. You mint new coins. It's it's just like Bitcoin mining, except instead of destroying the environment, you just pay people to delay gratification, which is the most successful thing in cryptocurrency. How many people captured most of Bitcoin's 6.5 million X run up in price from a penny to $65,000? How many people captured that whole move? Not many. A lot of people thought they were smart and sold a double. Well, guess how many doublings Hex has done? Well, if you didn't even like Hex, you could have bought January 5th last year, sold it on a double, 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 or sold it on a double. We've done 11 doublings so far. When are you going to figure it out? When are you going to get it? Hex has done 11 doubling so far. Most people have never heard of it. It's not on any big exchanges. It's pre viral. It's not on coin market cap sites where it should be on most of them. People just don't do the math properly. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy that I told everyone it was possible. And it's been there the whole way. You know, all this trading is public, all the like you can see who bought. You can see who sold. You can see how much money they made. You can see who cashed out. We have seen people dumping so many millions of dollars of HEX into this buy pressure and the price just doesn't care. It just keeps making new all-time highs. And then people that thought they were smart selling a penny, now it's 11x higher in only, what, a couple months? Maybe it's been two months maybe? I mean, I, I don't remember the exact time on the penny to 10 cent transition, but you know, people just can't survive the amazing gains. They're just not I was there when Bitcoin started in early 2011. You didn't even have to attach a fee to send a transaction. You could mine full 50 Bitcoin block rewards on your own with no pool, just you and your computer, you and your video card when I got in. And Bitcoin has made these amazing gains in the past. It has done vertical insanity. Ethereum has made similar amazing gains in the past. It's done this vertical insanity. Hex is just doing What Bitcoin and Ethereum did when they were 10 years old or 10 years ago and four or five years ago, it's just doing the same amazing things. And so if you're smart and you study history, you should have known that this was a possibility. I did. I told you it was a possibility. And look at what is happening. Things are even better than you could have expected they would be. It's really, truly amazing and fantastic. So that's just Hex. So world's best, highest appreciating asset Ever in history. I absolutely love it. So now we've got uh pulsechain, pulsechain.com. You should go there now, t.me forward slash pulsechaincom. It's the world's biggest airdrop. So what's wrong Ethereum? Fees are too high, blocks fill up, there's only five devs that actually run it. Did you know there's only five devs that actually run Ethereum? Wait a second, Richard. Hold on a second. I, I heard that Ethereum had a hundred thousand developers. I don't understand what's going on. Blockchains are just the world's most expensive, slowest database. We use them because they're censorship resistance, but without the censorship resistance, you would never use such a crappy database. They're terrible. The software that 90% of miners use and nodes use to maintain the Ethereum network, to maintain the database that is the Ethereum network, they use a software called Geth. Geth has five devs. That's it. And they complain publicly on Twitter. Now, look, I appreciate what they're doing and we're building Pulse Chain off of their work and we're improving their work and we're doing what open source is meant to do and helping them make Ethereum better. So we're gonna help lower Ethereum's fees by removing load from it. We're gonna help Ethereum, you know people that are priced out of Ethereum, they can't afford to transact anymore, they're gonna be able to transact on Pulse Chain. Same code, different chain. We're not gonna pollute the environment. We use fee burning We use proof of stake instead of proof of work and 25% of those fees get burnt. There's no inflation. So it's got superior price performance designed into it. It's got superior environmental performance. It's got and the price performance. Isn't just from the coin burning. It's also from not having to pay miners to pollute the environment and dump the coin price to do so. It's a negative externality. It's terrible. So what else have we solved? it's a better proof of stake system than what ETH is trying to build with ETH 2.0, where you have to run a, a server and you have to have 32 ETH to be a validator. And if it messes up, you get you lose some of that money. There's a, a lot of really hard things. We've already seen 100,000 ETH get lost, 100,000 plus, I believe, like in between 100 and 140,000, got lost to people that just uh, lost their keys. Why? Because in Ethereum 2.0, at first it doesn't exist. But when it does exist, you give your coins to someone else and they manage running a server for you, the opposite of why crypto was invented. Crypto was invented to remove counterparty risk, to remove middlemen, so the way Ethereum 2.0 staking is designed, it reintroduces everything that sucks, the exact opposite of why blockchains were invented. And then the guys that take everyone's money lose the keys. And that's it, it's over, game over. Not your keys, not your crypto. So Hex and I and Pulsechain, we design things better, we do things better, we've already had code accepted into Geth, our devs, our devs are top notch. So we've already improved the geth network, which is Ethereum. You know, when are people going to understand how awesome we are? Maybe it's the 211,000% returns. Maybe it's the 100% never down website. Maybe it's a 100% never down network. Maybe it's a 100% never down trading. Maybe it's the, the it's just amazing. It is the best thing that has ever happened to cryptocurrency. Hex.com. Now, what's funny is there are more people in the Pulse Chain Telegram group than there are in the Hex Telegram group, and Hex's Telegram group's been around 10 times as long. That's awesome. Wow. So if you go to t.me forward slash pulse chain you can learn about, <clears throat> I mean, the sacrifice phase is probably gonna start tomorrow. Basically, it would it would be starting quicker if you guys didn't beg me for a live stream so bad. Now i said i'd light these candles when 10 cents hit and we already did like 12 cents so okay i'm here i'm here but i could be working i i could be typing you know what i mean so i'm gonna do this last stream with you guys and we're gonna have fun but just remember i could be typing right now <coughs> oh so i mean th- things that need to be done for pulse chain sacrifice one it need to publish the the root xpub keys and similar on different networks that allow you to derive all of the other valid public keys so that you can watch them all so for instance you could download electrum and you could import the xpub key and it would just watch the blockchain for all the addresses and you would see the balance of the sacrifices in real time or at least the transactions right and then uh You know, the the Ethereum address that would receive Ethereum sacrifices and ERC 20 sacrifices. That's the easiest thing to watch ever. You just go to Etherscan for that. Um, I'm, you know, so kind of need to publish the list of addresses and the block explorers where you can monitor the balances and how to do it so that people can see how many people are participating and whether they got kicked down a notch, because the way it works is and I had, to make a, I had to make a big analogy to explain this, and I'm, I'm going to tell you that analogy now. The Paul Sacrifice phase, where you are sacrificing your crypto to make a political statement, either to the Sense Foundation or to addresses that you can derive from these public ones. And, you know, the, you should install MetaMask and connect to the address, which I'll tell you not yet, but when it is ready. I mean, I could tell you now, but I'm not. So don't think the sacrifice is happening yet. It's all scams. I'll tell you when it really is. You connect your MetaMask, and if you're on mobile, you browse through the MetaMask browser there and you connect. And you click connect and that's gonna connect the address in your MetaMask to the DAP. And the DAP is basically just like, you know, the server that says, okay, hey, we're gonna give you this address that's been derived, and you're at this index position, and now no one else gets that. And then the next guy gets a different one, and the next guy gets a different one, and the next guy gets a different one. And then every address is tied to a bunch of other addresses on those different chains. And then you can sacrifice to whatever chain you want. And then at the end, you can total them all up and see what rank you are. Like how big was that address's total sacrifices across all the different days and across all the different chains and the Sense Foundation as well, you know, and they're, it's their job to provide that report. So let's say you're the number one sacrificer, you're number one. You're the biggest volume guy. You sacrifice the most. You're going to get the best deal, just like the real world, just like the normal world, you're going to get the best deal. How much better deal are you going to get? Well, everybody starts off with 10,000 hex points or can't even say Paul's chain. I only say hex. I'm like so programmed. You start off with 10,000 sacrifice points and each sacrifice point equals a Pulse PLS, which is the native token of Pulse Chain. So as more people sacrifice, the supply goes up. Now, if you sacrifice day one to three, and it's probably going to be day one to five, then maybe even day one to seven, you're going to get the same time value, which is 10,000 pulse or 10,000, sorry, you're not getting pulse. You're getting sacrifice points. 10,000 sacrifice points per a USD value of sacrifice. And wh- when do you measure it, when it happens, on a 30 minute TWAP or one minute TWAP, Some, any of those industry centers is fine, if they're convenient, if they're not, you know, you make it as close as you can. As close as con- is convenient. And then now, if you get in any of those days, either it's one, it, whether it's three, five, seven, you're gonna get the same time value, ratio, rate. Now what happens after those days are up? Goes up five percent every day. So day four, the rate's five percent higher. Day five, or you know, next day, five percent higher than the last day. And so it curves up a little bit, but there's not that many days, so it doesn't curve up that hard. But the end of the curve is 2x higher because there's 14 days after the the first few days you get in at the, the same time value. Now what does that do? It rewards people to get in earlier. Now how much? In that first part, nothing. Everybody gets the same deal. But at the end, a lot more. You know, the guy that's on the last day is gonna be getting half as much as the guy that got in the first day. Now what else does this system do, this point system? It rewards the guy that, that gives the most, gives him the best deal. How much better deal he can get a two point five X bonus. So his very tippity top coin at the very tippity top. Right. His here's all the uh, here's all the different people that put in. Here's all the little guys. Then here's the bigger guys. And then here's the whale dude. There's usually a power lot distribution. There's usually a giant whale dude that just puts in more than everybody else. We've seen this everywhere. If, if you look at the Gini coefficients or distribution of any cryptocurrency, the whales have a lot in all of them, period. And that's how capitalism usually works too. That's how money usually works in the real world. You know, the 1% of people have half of everything. That's how it works. One guy controls whether he nukes another country or not. One guy controls the management fund. One, one guy you know, has the keys to the vault of the bank, you name it. It's, all, it's a lot of times it's a whale that has power, right? They're a little bit different, like there's a difference between control and ownership, right? So they don't have control over the network, the nodes and the miners do, or the validators in a proof of stake system. But, you know, having and, and owning the thing, well, that's something that is usually a power law distribution in almost everything. So that guy. The knowledge I made, I'm just gonna re- make it back to you here, instead of trying to make a new one on the fly. Imagine that after everybody's sacrifices come in, from all the different chains at all the different times, and you're organized by address. So if you're trying to combine across MetaMask wallet addresses, it ain't gonna work. You know, if you want combined, they all gotta be the same address. So you can give the same address to the Sense Foundation, you can, you know, Sacrifice uh, your ERC-20s that are supported, you know, USDC, USDT, UNI, HEX. Um, We'll see about other ones. WBTC, those will be supported. So now, that guy's going to get the the best deal. How do you know he's going to get the best deal? So you take everybody's, you take everybody's sacrifices across all the chains and you, you know, they, they, Got different rates because they got it at different times. Fine. Combine them all. And you give you a list. You get a list. And there's your addresses. And there's who the biggest guy is. Okay, now biggest guy. All of your, all of your points, they're going to grow legs. And they're going to march in front of an auditorium. And they're going to line up. And then the next guy. Second biggest points guy. His points are all going to grow legs. And they're going to line up behind the other guy. The other guy's points. And then they're going to march, and that's going to go all the way until everybody's lined up, and they're all going to march into this amphitheater, and they're going to go and fill up the first row, and then the second row, and then the third row. And you're going to have in the amphitheater, in the seats, facing the stage, the guy that was the biggest is in the front row. The second guy's points are in the next row. And it goes all the way back until everyone's in. Then, an attendant comes out with cards, and he walks to the very front corner of the theater and he says, hey, congratulations, here's your 2.5x bonus card, and he hands the points. Little dude's got a shirt with an address on it, all his little buddies have the same address on their shirt sitting next to him, because they're all points from the same guy, same address. They hand him that 2.5x card. What's the next guy get for a card? So the tenant walks, the next guy hands him a card. It's a little bit less bonus, a little tiny bit less bonus. And then the next card is a little tiny bit less. And the next card is a little tiny bit less. And the difference between every card is the same. It's the same difference. It's linear. And that guy hands out cards all the way down the rows until he's at the very smallest sacrifice address. And his points get the very smallest bonus, which is the very, very last guy gets a one X, which basically is nothing, but everybody else. And, and even if the last guy had more than a single point, which is very likely, then even his gets some bonus because some of his points will receive cards with a bonus higher than 1x. And so the cards go from 1x to 2.5x, ordered in the auditorium by the size of the sacrificer. Now, what does that mean in, in practice? What it means in practice is, is that there's a war to be the biggest points guy because your guys will sit in the best part of the theater And they'll get the best bonuses and the larger that sacrifice is, the more of the best bonus it takes up. And it shoves everyone else back to the back of the theater where the bonuses are smaller. And so you get this war for people wanting to be a larger sacrificer nearly the whole way through the sacrifice set. So the last three days, you, you don't have that war function. It's it's so you get a, up to 2.5 X max for the <clears throat> for the entire um, everything until the last three days and in the last three days the max is just 1.25 X and it's flat so if you're a giant whale and you come in the last day you know you're not getting anywhere near the bonus you would have got earlier so it's really really amazing game mechanic um, it's similar to a linear bonding curve, however, it is ranked by volume, which I've never seen before, I, I may have invented it, and uh, it's really awesome. And, and I'll tell you, the way that the way that the curve was chosen, you know, a lot of scammy things, they choose a really, really giant curve. Is it, if you go to a store and buy television, if, if you, the, the manufacturer, the, the retailer you're buying it from, they get it for about half of what they're selling it for. Now, now margins are probably lower. I used to sell electronics and have my own electronics store. And so, you know, back then we'd make 40% markup on the, on the products that we got people in the door with, you know, the popular products that didn't have much margin, but good brand names. And then we'd shift them into better products with higher margins. They'd win, we'd win, everyone would win. And we could make 100% markup on those. So back when I was doing retail in 2001 to 2000, well, maybe 2000, 2001, Um, you know, 40 percent markup to 100 percent markup, which equals, you know, 50 percent margin. So if you mark it up 100 percent, well, then half is cost and half is the money you get to keep or start paying other bills with. So that kind of ratio that like manufacturer, wholesale, retail kind of ratio of profit split, it just seems kind of fair to me. So, you know, this giant whale, he's going to get a a much bigger bonus, but it's not a 100x bonus, it's a 2.5x. Now there might be some advanced calculus and, and doing derivatives to, to try and like figure out by shoving people further back and taking more area out of the theater, you know, what is equivalent bonuses compared to other people. I, I don't feel like doing the calculus on it, I think it's an amazing system, I think it's going to work great. If you're a calculus guy, have fun doing the, the derivations. So. Actually, I think it would be called an integral, but I haven't taken calculus in a long time. So the, uh, yeah, the sacrifice phase is going to be amazing. Now, disclaimers. You must have no expectation of work from others. Particularly no expectation of profit from the work of others. You're making a political statement. You're losing your coins. You're sacrificing your coins. You're enduring pain to make a political statement. The world could notice that you did that. And maybe they might like to reward you for doing that. Maybe they might like to, to say, Hey, you know what? Here's some free coins. So Bitcoin was given for free to people that double-clicked an EXE. XRP was given for free to Bitcoiners. XLM was given for free to Bitcoiners. Hex was given for free to Bitcoiners. Bitcoin Cash was given for free to Bitcoiners. Uni tokens were given to people that used Uniswap. GRT tokens were given to people that used Gitcoin. GTC? I can't remember. Um, one inch tokens were given to people that used one inch. What else? So this idea of giving free tokens to people that have a po- particular behavioral profile or political belief, I think is well established. And I think if you're going to have to, you know, bootstrap a new community and someone has to get the coins, well, not why not the people that believe the most in the same things that you do? So I think that it's a great, I think the sacrifice set will make a great set of people and addresses that you might want to donate or create free things for. So in this case, the free thing is Pulsechain. So why is it awesome to create a, a free token to hand out for, to people for free? Because in some countries they tax you on, uh, on what you receive. And if what you receive has a value, depending on where you live, it might be a taxable event. So it's very nice to have a new amazing thing that uh is worth nothing when you receive it very cool very good idea what else like like bitcoin like bitcoin right satoshi's got a lot of coins they're unrealized capital gains unless he sold them and didn't tell anybody about it you know what else ah there's going to be a one percent genesis address that can mint uh one percent of the pulse supply and you will receive no benefit from it and it can waste the coins in any way it wishes. Waste them, no benefit. Notice the theme here. You must have no expectation of profit from the work of others. It's very, very, very important. This is the core principle by which this endeavor operates. If you're gonna donate to the Sense Foundation for the 75% uh, credit and possibly tax write offs you need to email them at S-E-N-S, I'm sorry, airdrop at SENS.org. <clears throat> That's airdrop at SENS.org. What else? People are complaining the watch has stopped. No worries, mates. Let's crank up those springs. There you go. Spinny, spin, spin. Million dollars of watches. They don't tell time that good but hey i look cool do i though it does kind of look cool <laughs> yeah um what else so we've covered what uh coins are supported we haven't covered all the rc20s but i told you a bunch of the big ones look if you, if you by the way if the chain that you were hoping would be supported isn't there it ain't gonna be there we're out of time baby it's go time so go on Changely. like there's if you go to hex.com slash trading there's a changely link, you could try coinswitch.co, you could try uh, Shapeshift, you could try, uh, I, I hate Binance. I know people that cannot get their money off of it, but I guess if you wanna roll the, the dice and hope that they don't steal your money, you could try Binance, but I, I wouldn't. I regret even mentioning it, so don't, don't go there. Unless you really have to. I mean, look, most people probably don't get their money stolen, but some people do. It's not great. I've seen it with my own eyes. It's disgusting. You send as many hostage videos and selfies and and beg as hard as you want, they just keep your money. It's insane. What else? Other places, there's some ThorChain thing, which I've never tried, but it has a little bit of liquidity. If you're not doing giant numbers, maybe ThorChain could get you out of trustlessly without counterparty risk, one thing into another thing. We've got Matcha.xyz, which they don't have hex on their search bar properly. They broke it because they're not as good at what they do as we are. So I guess stop using them and use 1inch.io. 1inch.io, you type hacks, it works just fine. Matcha.xyz, broken, been broken for a day or two. Sorry, guys, be better at your jobs. And we're the majority of their users, which is hilarious to me. Like, okay, guys, it's not hard to fix the dropdown. It's really not. Um, what else? There's other cool mechanics built into Pulse Chain. So, for instance, there's going to be an address called the Automated Market Maker Fixer kind of thing. It's going to be contract and it's going to fix the ratios and the automated market makers or attempt to. And so it's going to inflate maybe the supply by two and a half percent, which is the square root of five percent, which is, I believe, what the total supply of wrapped Ethereum is which I believe the majority of it is used for automated market payers, such as the ones you see on Uniswap V2, Uniswap V3, Sushi SushiSwap, um, one inch liquidity protocol, etc. So, you know, my estimate is that that address is going to mint maybe two and a half percent of the supply so that it could harvest the ERC-20s, which will be called PRC-20s on the pulse chain, and then match them with uh, extra pulse so that the ratios make sense because now because the supply of pulse could be 10,000x higher or more than ethereum's and by the way if if the ratio is not 10,000x 10, 10, 10, higher everyone's going to get bonused pro rata linearly across their uh, you know points to make sure that the ethereum holders are diluted by 10,000x or more so and by the way those free pls coins which don't exist yet so don't buy fake ones everybody um they will be removed and deducted from the people that received them for free and so if you if you had ten thousand free uh pls as an ethereum holder after the fork then you got 30 days to empty that address and stop using it and move them or the the con you know the system's going to pull them back out and say oh well i'm glad you enjoyed your freemium coins i hope you love this amazing thing, but we're not going to reward people for being apathetic. So you're either participating and enjoying and having fun, or you're not getting free money to go dump some other day. You know what I mean? You know, you're not, you're not getting, uh, you know, <clears throat> let, let's say that uh, pulse chain becomes more valuable in Ethereum one day. <clears throat> it, there's a, a chance that those pulse takings may one day have a value, even though they're launching at zero. So <clears throat> what else? Hmm. Let me think. There's so much stuff going on. All time highs in HEX, 211,000% returns. Oh, I've seen pictures of people getting uh, direct mail pieces, advertising HEX and pulse chain. And at the bottom of one of the pages, if I remember correctly, there was a warning about fake hardware wallets being sent to people that were modified with memory sticks inside them so that when you loaded them into your computer, you know, a page popped up that tried to convince you to put your seed words in there and then it would send them to the hackers. So, I want you to imagine a world where right now there could be thousands. I mean, who knows how many of these things are out there because, you know, who knows, right? I, I don't know. There could be a lot of fake hardware wallets being sent to crypto users right now. And who's gonna save those poor bastards? Who's gonna save them? Wouldn't it be beautiful? Wouldn't it be amazing if someone had the balls and the courage to reach out to all those people and warn them and tell them that a terrible thing was coming their way and they should really beware because it's trying to part them with their life savings or all their crypto, whatever you wanna call it. So, whatever, whomever, however, such letters came into existence. Wow. So these letters advertise the world's best performing asset up 211,000% with 100% uptime and no failures whatsoever in a year and a half. And then it advertises the world's largest airdrop. And then it advertises that be, watch out, man, because there's fake hardware wallets out there in the wild being delivered to crypto users. So don't just use any hardware wallet that shows up. Man, that seems pretty awesome to me. That seems pretty cool. Yeah. You know what that seems like? That seems like the opposite of what we see everywhere else in the world. You know what we see everywhere else in the world? Lack of communication. Now remember that political statement for Pulse, you know, the Pulse chain political statement. You believe that human speech is valuable. A protected right, and blockchains are speech. It's peer to peer communication. Well, hey, you know where you can't communicate about blockchains? Google, banned it. Facebook, banned it. Reddit, banned it. Brave, piece of garbage wallet, uninstall it. On down the list? Where can, where, where, uh, cryptocurrency subreddit? Censored as heck. So I read it, censored as heck. Everything's censored and, and just, good luck spreading the good word guys, good luck. It's crazy. It's at, the amount of work and effort that you have to do to save people these days is just insane. You tell them, hey, look, we're doing a thing. Oh, look, it did the thing. It's like science, right? Here's science, there's one thesis and there's another thesis. And one of them turns out to be amazingly right. And one of them turns out to be wrong. The guys that were wrong need to be quiet and learn humility and respect so that they can improve their lives. And Hex has seen this recently, by the way, there's a site called dapradar.com where, you know, they had it listed as high risk because they didn't understand it. And then somebody finally was like, man, yeah, I was wrong about this. and wrote a great article about why he was wrong about it and how awesome it is. And now it's in the DeFi section instead of the high risk section, because apparently it's not high risk. Look. Yes, there's volatility, usually to the upside. Yes, there's dips and usually it makes new all time highs. And yes, there's tons of liquidity. And you're like, you know, so look, I I give you the disclaimer, a solar flare could hit and all the blockchains could go down and, you know, uh, who knows, right? Like, okay, everything can go to zero, but statistically, probabilistically, even the crappiest of crap in crypto sometimes does well. And the things that are truly, truly amazing, like hacks tend to do things that you never thought possible. If you told me in 2011 when I was mining Bitcoin, when it was 50 cents a coin that it would be $65,000 a decade later, I'd think you were crazy. But nope, it did it. It did 6.5 million X in 11 years. (laughs) Pretty awesome. So, by the way, I love the idea that uh, we're bringing adoption to these other coins. Because they're just ghost chains. Nobody's really using them for anything. And I know nobody's using them for anything because I know how hard it was to code being able to use them. (laughs) Roughly impossible. Why do you think there's so few things except for sacrifice? Because all the tooling and all the development stuff is a joke. Most of it doesn't work. Most of it, the docs are literally wrong. The software doesn't do what the instructions say, do this. You do that, it errors. And you're like, well, these instructions aren't right. Then you have to have an expert figure it out. Like, okay, these instructions are wrong. They should have said to do this. And, you know, they're just like, and these are the instructions in the binary. Like, like you, you run a command in the console and it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. And you're like, well, okay, why, why don't you guys fix that? It's not hard. Change the docs, right? So now look, okay, all this stuff's open source. Now that I have discovered how to fix these things, I could just go and commit those improvements, right? <clears throat> So, for instance, you know, I, I could give you a list. Dogecoin wallets don't support uh, HD keys, so you can't import an Xpub. Well, that's dumb. Uh, neither do Litecoin wallets, and like, n- neither do uh, ADA wallets. You gotta, you gotta use like some hacky light clients and hope that they don't steal your keys because you can't use the first-class premier nodes, and you're just like, what's going on here? You know, like what? It, how how is how do you expect any enterprise to ever use this crap? Hey, can I batch send? No. Hey, you got ten employees to pay and, and you don't want them all to know what everyone else is making. Well, Where's the anonymity required in order so that all your employees don't know what all the other employers are making? Well, well those features are missing from almost every cryptocurrency. It's so early days. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Like is an enterprise trying if you are an enterprise and you wanted to accept blockchain for Bitcoin or anything for your business, you have entered nightmare mode. You have no idea how hard it's going to be. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. Let's say I, I recommend MetaMask to everybody. MetaMask sucks. Hey, what, what's, uh, what's your ERC20 balance across all your addresses in there? You can't know. Hey, can I sort by balance? No. Can I even have a fucking full screen window? where I can like see the fucking description of a fucking address that's like longer than you know, 20 characters. Can I even see that? No. Are you, are you serious? I can't even see the fucking I can't make the name longer. I can't sort by anything. I can't. What? What? What is this shit? It's fucking you're like, oh, my God. I don't know, man. I, I, so it's early days. It's early days. And look, a lot of these projects are open source. Now, MetaMask is different than normal open source. They've modified their uh, license to restrict how many users can use it. It's a little weird. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, we are early days. There are, I mean, I didn't know how bad blockchains were. Let's take, uh, I learned something new about XRP. You can bring adoption to the XRP chain by sacrificing your XRP for beautiful, beautiful pulse chain sacrifice points so that society can see what you believe in. You know, when you send, I think your first uh, 20 XRP to an address, you don't get it, you don't receive it. They just take it. It's just gone. So you actually have to buy an XRP account. You buy your XRP account by sending it 20 XRP that you can never, ever use. They're, They're not yours anymore. What? So to on-ramp a new user to XRP costs 20 bucks? I mean, at least in Ethereum, you can make an address for free. <laughs> like, like what? what is going on? I don't understand. How do they get, a, How like, oh, hold on. Did you know XRP doesn't have a desktop wallet? Did you know that? Because when I got into blockchain, that was the first thing you built, like the desktop wallet was the node was the consensus network, you know, Bitcoin D. exe, Bitcoin QT. They don't even have a desktop wallet. Okay. I guess everybody's using mobile phones or APIs. Boy, interesting. Um, <laughs> uh. Oh, man, these blockchains, if you thought they were bad, boy, they're worse than you thought, man. I mean, it is comedy out there. So, so, um, to geth, which we're improving because we forked it and we've already submitted some improvements that have been accepted and and committed to the main branch and, and geth. So I really appreciate the work that they're doing there. Um, they have turned down funding from anyone else and they will only accept funding from the Ethereum foundation or consensus. I can't remember which I think it's the Ethereum foundation and, uh, they've only got five devs and they don't have a budget large enough to hire more devs because multi-billion dollar valuation forks of geth are taking all the good talent darn hmm so geth and ethereum is actually only five devs Hmm. i love my devs so let's talk let's talk about pulse chain so it's a good thing we're improving the Geth software because it needs it False chain, uh, testnets, public testnets ready. It's ready. The interface. Now you can see this. If you, if you, I'd like to brag about this on the website because it's awesome. Haven't got around to fixing the website. It should be pretty easy. If you're a validator, you can delegate. Or if you're a, if you're a validator, you earn the rewards. But if the fees are really low, I mean, hey, rewards might not be that big, right? And then 25% of those get burnt. Pumpamentals, yay. And you don't destroy the environment because you're not just wasting electricity doing ethash manning. ETHash, I think it's called. And you are rotated through. Every so many minutes, there's a new validator that's chosen from the set. In order to be a validator, you got to have more stake delegated to you than anyone else that fits in the set so that you can fit in the set. It's an auditorium, it fills up. We're going to use the testnet to decide exactly how many validators is the right number. You know, somewhere in between 21 and 100 is probably great. As that number gets larger, it reduces the average quality of the node, in my opinion because just like there's a power law distribution in you know, coin ownership and a lot of things, there's also a power law distribution in people that can run servers well. And it is an actual job where you have to have bandwidth and connectivity and redundancy and avoid bit flips and cosmic rays and it's a job. So being, being an actual validator and running hardware is a job. So you're gonna have to be a systems admin and it's not easy. Maybe it's easy if you're a genius. So now, you know, in ETH 2.0, you can't delegate your stake to other people. You gotta let them steal all your keys. Well, that ain't no good. In this system, you can just delegate your stake. And so you can be rewarded by staking. Doesn't have a time component like Hex has. Hex is the way that time is monetized on the blockchain. Uh, This, the the value proposition in uh, Pulse is different. You know, it's already got a larger chat room. There's no bots, there's no bounty hunters. There's no when sir, when moon people. It's all real serious, real crypto people. And people that hated Hex, big guys with large followings that have been around for as long as crypto has, they're getting into Hex and the sacrifice. They're not Hex, sorry. These guys didn't like Hex, but they do like Pulse. And so they are participating. I love that. So people that you see publicly saying bad things about Hex or being quiet about it, they like Pulse, which is cool. It's awesome. I'm very happy about it because we're making Ethereum better. We're making the software better. We're giving everyone the ability to make 10,000 free coins. It's just so cool. It's so amazing. It really, really is world changing. And then the messages I get with people that have had their lives changed that they're able to take their family on vacations, buy Lamborghinis, McLarens, Maybox, uh, houses, trailers, boats. I've seen a lot of cool stuff. It's nice. You know, it's nice that uh, there's one guy out there in crypto telling you the truth. And then there's hundreds of guys out there lying to you. What's the best way to get rich in crypto? What percentage of the 6.1 million X move up, 6.5 million X move up in Bitcoin do most people capture? Everyone wants to get you to trade. Trading's how you lose all your money. Trading's how you multiply the house's advantage against you. Trading's how you sell the bottom and buy the top. Trading is why eToro has at the top of their website a notice that 67% of people lose money with them. And that hides some very important information that the losers that lose lose a lot more than the winners win. And so it's a net negative, harmful for the environment, harmful for the humans, harmful for their health, harmful for their relationships, disgusting industry that is where the vast majority of promotion is and the vast majority of profit is. Look. I'm not going to name names, but I could name some real big companies making a lot of money whose users are losing a lot of money. And who's that good for? Coin ranking sites. They advertise things people lose money on. They sell them ads. And then if they don't sell them ads, they show them in the rankings. There's no curation. It's not like a DJ. A DJ will play you a good song and leaves out the crap songs. These coin ranking sites, they list things that they, they lose people's money so often they got to put a disclaimer at the top. Beware. There's this thing called rug pulling exists. And if you buy a coin, you may never be able to sell it again. That happens so often to so many people that go to their website. That they promote. That happens so much. So many people lost everything. that They had to put a warning. How disgusting is that? How disgusting is an industry that promotes things that get their users destroyed? So the best thing in crypto and usually the best thing in personal development is delayed gratification and Hex owns that, owns it. But people don't want you to do what's good for you. They want you to do what's good for them and get destroyed with margin trading, get destroyed trading in and out of coins, get destroyed getting rug pulled. It's disgusting. So I'm the only self-help author that I know of who has free self-help books out there for years that has free self-help videos out there for years that teaches people how to stop playing video games, stop trading, stop playing poker, stop drinking, drink less, have good relationships, give good apologies. That is what I am about. That is my first YouTube videos. That is my first Telegram channels. That is what I am about. And what is the rest of crypto about? Where's your self-help videos, guys? Where's your free books? Where's the coins you gave out for free? Three hundred thousand Bitcoiners got free hacks that they minted on their own. You know how much that's worth? Millions and millions and millions and millions. How many people are out there promoting keys, promoting services that take your keys from you, that generate you yield? As long as you give them all your money, you can pick up those pennies in front of those freight trains. And then they get hacked, take everybody's money. Over and over and over again, people on YouTube promote margin uh, margin trading houses. You lose all your money. Exchanges can't get your money out. I know people that can't get money out of Binance, cannot get their money out of Binance.com, can't get it out no matter what they do. has been about a year now. Send as many hostage videos as you could imagine. Disgusting. It. <laughs> Hex and Pulse and I am the solution to what is wrong with much of the world, much of finance and much of crypto and you know being number three market cap which is where we were today apparently it's not enough it's not enough i think maybe they should drop the market cap in half so any coins that the oa address ever saw and and then went to like daughter addresses or whatever or who knows what like they came into the oa they went to another address most of them staked for bpd and then they unstaked and they just sit there that's the vast majority of what's going on with anything that the OA ever got. Good, remove all those coins from the circulating supply. <clears throat> even though they apparently move around and apparently sometimes take. So even though they appear to actually be circulating, good, remove them. And then <laughs> we will just go back up to the top again. So it's like the amount of punching hard that you have to do to get people to understand that they're wrong and you are right is insane. It's insane. And no matter how much evidence you show them, it's insane. I had a I had a live stream with a guy that told me that the S&P 500 was going to crash ninety five percent. And I looked at the chart and I'm like, so, bro, so you think over the next year that the S&P 500 is going to crash ninety five percent, bringing it down below the 2000 dot com crash? I drew on the chart and I'm like, did I draw it right? Or is it going to bounce at the previous double top? Or is this right? Is this what you think is going to happen? It's just going to go straight down. Well, I think that they're just going to keep printing money. And it's going to keep going up because the money's worth less. And so your stocks will be worth money, but your money will be able to buy less stuff. Now, who do you think was right? Me. I was right. And he was wrong. And we made a bet. I can't remember what we bet. A thousand bucks, I think. I was like, yeah, let's, let's check in a year. Maybe it was a year and a half, something like that. Let's check in a year. and his plan was to buy bonds. He got destroyed. He got absolute oh or short. He, he even said, "You know what? you, you should probably short here. You're going to short the S&; P 500. okay, okay, that's a cool story. Let me go check the chart real quick. For 40 fucking years like like what? Do, no, dude don't don't short a chart that just like only goes up you can't it ain't gonna work man people don't listen now he's got his own newsletter he thinks he's smarter than me not smarter than me man i tried to save you i told you what to do instead you decide to lose your money because you don't want to listen to me how long i got to tell you guys man how long do i got to tell you what's up and when i tell you things i don't just tell you why i think them i tell you them and give you the evidence and how I reasoned about that evidence so that you can draw your own conclusions. I I drew and called the Bitcoin top on the day. Hey guys, Bitcoin's an amazing run. Went up, you know, 23X in uh, so many days. Green line up, parabola, fell out of the parabola, red line. Posting on John Bollinger's threads, hey man, remember 2017 when it fell out of the parabola, parabola and things usually drop 85% of the run up? posted it on a thread. Hey, you know what happened last time? What is the last time you think I was talking about? Because I don't want to write this is the top and then people go like, oh, you caused the top. But I don't want that. But I did everything I could to tell you it was the top. So last time, Ethereum went up for another 27 days. You know what happened this time? Ethereum went up for another 27 days and then Vitalik dumped the top just like he did in 2017 Vitalik dumped the top, sent 17,000 Ethereum to Coinbase, pulled out 50 million, dumped the top. You're like, God damn it, man. Come on, bro. People don't like when founders sell. I got to tell you. Charlie Lee dumped the top in Litecoin 2018. Vitalik dumped the top this time. But it's weird because he's got like 300,000 ETH. So to just sell like 17,000 and then hold on a giant stack of depreciation, you're like, damn, man, I don't know. Like... Maybe you shouldn't have dumped the top and took out some options instead, bro. And then it wouldn't be so visible on chain, you know? Maybe <laughs> like, like, like I could teach you some some superior trading tactics if you want to de-risk off of ETH volatility and not murder the market, bro. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Like, why did you do that, man? And then he burnt, people gave him a bunch of these crap coins to punk his name and his, uh, now look, Vitalik gives money to the Sense Foundation, SENS.org, he writes free and open source software, he writes great articles on his blog, and I think he's, you know, a pretty awesome dude. A really awesome dude, way better than most people in crypto, like just really awesome dude. But some stuff he doesn't do perfect. So him, you know, selling on Coinbase, it wasn't that good. And then him burning a bunch of these crap coins he was given instead of just putting cell pressure on him and continuing to donate to charity. So he donated a lot to charity, but he didn't donate at all. He, like, burnt some. Why would you reward people for punking your name, man? No. You hold that price down until it dies. Why are you going to reward these people for behavior that's not good for them, not good for the world? It's going to lure more victims in. Why would you do that? Silly. So he doesn't make perfect decisions. Um, and then he, he didn't do like, he raised the S load price to, to load from disk and the Ethereum network by like 3.6 X or something just on the last fork. That wasn't the right move, man. That was not the right move. That was a premature optimization and completely unnecessary. And if you were worried about a, a DDoS vector, well then why wasn't it being run all these years? And then if someone did run it, well, then you run the patch. You don't preemptively screw all your users because someone else might screw your users. Not good, man, not good. That's a nice thing about Pulse Chain is that maybe the developers that are in charge of that, maybe they make better decisions. <clears throat> I should, man, you guys are gonna ruin all of my furniture with this wax. But, but Richard, there's waxless candles. These aren't dripping, what's going on? Where's all the mess? Crazy, okay, I guess this isn't that bad of a deal. Usually there's like a nightmare. Huh. Okay. Well, we're lucky. <clears throat> All right, guys. What's the best way we can get Hex on exchange? Go to hex.com slash trading. Oh. Some people are bummed they get didn't get into Hex early. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to give you guys the greatest hits. Okay. If you didn't like HEX, and you bought it January 5th of last year, you ready? You could have sold it on a 2X, on a 2X, at the next 2X, 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 or the next 2X in a year and a half. If you've already done 11 2Xs, how hard is the 12th really? Do you have product market fit? Are you on ramping new users? Is everything working flawlessly? Is community growing? Are you seeing more and more hex tattoos? Are you seeing more and more hex license plates? Are you seeing more and more hex gear? Are you seeing, like, what more do you want? What more do you want? Are you seeing more and more liquidity? Are you seeing more and more people change their mind and start to realize how amazing hex is? Are you seeing people that never knew about hex learning about it for the first time? Well. That don't sound like a top to me. That sounds like an opportunity to me. So I was there back when Bitcoin was a dollar. A lot of people had the opportunity to buy Bitcoin a dollar, they didn't do it. But then when it was $10, they thought it was too expensive. And then when it was 100, they thought it was too expensive. And then there was 1,000, they thought it was too expensive. And then it was 10,000, they thought it was too expensive. Guys, if you've got a good product and you've got product market fit and everything's going great and all the metrics look great, and, there's, and you can look and see who's getting in and when they're getting out and what else they hold. It's not fake. It's not shill. It's not wash trading. You go look. You can see the transactions. What more do you want? What else is there? Now, by the way, I'll, I'll just remind you guys of some things. Do you, as a cryptocurrency user, make money on volume? Nope. You lose money on volume. You, as the user, the guy that's market buying and market selling, are paying a fee to the liquidity provider or market maker or exchange. Volume is how you measure how much money the users are losing. It's how you measure how much the market makers and exchanges are making. And yet stupid people, they're always like, where's the volume? You don't want volume, you want the price to go up. You want to know the most profitable time to buy Facebook, Amazon, Bitcoin, Ethereum was when the ownership was the most centralized. The price was the lowest. The volume was the lowest and the liquidity was the lowest. That was the best time. front ends run by different people, different code bases, different maintainer, uh, different inventor that, you know, if I die, hex.com goes offline, you know, you can still use hex. You can go to backuphex.com or uh, staker.app or etherscan.io, write contract function or mob. Hex.win, hexmob.win, I can't even remember it. There's so many ways that you can use it. It's redundant. It's sufficiently decentralized, more than sufficiently decentralized. But in DeFi, normal DeFi, things that aren't Uniswap say, front end goes down, you're screwed. DYDX front end goes down, screw yourself. It ain't open source, you can't see it, good luck. There's only one, cry time. A lot of that going around, man. A lot of that so you know if you're in blockchain and, and cryptocurrency for censorship resistance and redundancy and strength and power and being in control of your own financial destiny how is having to beg someone else please let me access the server because otherwise I'm doomed please how's that any good man not your keys not your crypto by the way I made Uniswap popular personally And I did more to popularize it than any of their founders or anyone else on their team, which is why we, the majority of liquidity or volume or whatever for months on their, on their platform, people just don't realize it. How many people out there do you see talking to you about tornado.cash as a way to, if you need to, let's say you need to pay employees and you don't want all your employees to know what all your other employees make. Well, you can use tornado.cash to get back the rights that you had with your bank. The right to pay somebody without them knowing how much is in your account. The right to pay somebody without them knowing everything you ever spent your money on. Well, on Ethereum, Tornado.cash gives you that power back. It gives you your analog rights back. It gives you the rights that you had at your normal bank back. Maybe even more. So I popularized Tornado.cash. They had an airdrop, people made millions. I promoted and mentioned good things going on with Hexacons supporting Ethereum development on Gitcoin. And what do you know? There was a big Gitcoin airdrop. If you go and look up the record, some guy that uh, appeared to like Hex a lot made like 80 grand on that airdrop. It's cool. Isn't that nice? What uh, What about uh, uni? Millions and millions and millions were made with uni because tons of hexagons used uni. Decentralized exchange, no counterparty risk instead of these centralized exchanges that lose your money, make you beg for your money, never give it to you and have less thick books and worse order execution. By the way, if you're gonna get in or out of ERC20's particular hex or you know USDC, or you're gonna get us some coins that are supported, maybe you wanna sacrifice them, 1inch.io will route your order across all the various liquidity that it can find and you're gonna get a much better deal. Now they profit by making negative slippage. So if luckily the blockchain would have given you a better deal, they keep that. Not very well advertised, but they do. Matcha apparently gives you that back, but since Hex ain't working on the dropdown, I'd use 1inch.io. What else? Um, There's actually a site where you can see limit orders on the 0x pairs called Metric Finance or something like that, I think. You can go to t.me forward slash Hex Trading. It's really neat. Like, you know, when Hex was at 12 cents, I saw someone had put half a million bid at... uh, Ten cents. I was like, isn't that cool? (laughs) Because you can see like, you know, you've got it it, back when everything was Uniswap V2, it was symmetrical bid and ask. But now that Uniswap V3 has non symmetry, spikes at different levels, you got to look at the liquidity chart and look at each level. And then you can also look on metric finance for, uh, you know, from what I've seen, there's maybe like 600,000 on the bid, maybe 100,000 on the ask. Depending on when I look, I'm being generous on the ask there. I mean, it's probably even less now since you've whipped up and ate all the asks and then people have to try and like put them back, you know, so. <clears throat> Richard Hart, fund managers are contractually bound to not sell too much, invest own money, etc. Do we need this in crypto? Hey, buddy. <laughs> Cryptocurrency was invented to get rid of counterparty risk and remove middlemen. What part of what you just said sounds like that? It sounds like you want to restrict and control the middlemen that are actually in charge of your money, huh? <laughs> no, cryptocurrency was invented to solve that problem that you seem to want to to propagate more places. Weird. Oh, look, somebody already answered in chat perfectly. <laughs> I love hexagons. Hexagons are so smart. I saw I saw hexagon doing a uh, a show down on the. Uh, with some Australian guy. He's Australian and the guy who's doing an interview was Australian. And man, he did a great job. He did an absolutely great job. I had to shout him out. Absolutely fabulous job. I love that there's so many hexagons that understand hex differently than I do and focus on different parts of it. And so, you know, I become sensitive to other lenses of viewing it. Things that are important to me just aren't important to everybody. And things that are important to them, I might not have recognized, you know? So it's like awesome that I I learn tactics and strategies about understanding Hex that, you know, just didn't occur to me as the founder. Pretty neat. I love the Hexkins, wonderful community. Absolutely wonderful. You might've seen a bunch of them out in Vegas. I think there may have been like 300 of them there or something, I, I can't remember the number. But there was a bunch of hexagons having fun in Las Vegas uh, not so long ago, running over cars with tanks and driving Lamborghinis and dancing, and partying and VIP and whatnot. Good on you guys. Hope you didn't drink too much. Hope you didn't gamble. So what have we covered here? Self-help author. The only one with a big crypto I know of. t.me forward slash read my free books. It'll change your life. Go watch my oldest YouTube videos to change your life. Called the $20,000 top in 2017 called this top at 65K on the day. Told you last time, Ethereum dumped 27 days later. Guess what? Ethereum dumped 27 days later this time. Uh, I think we're going down to 10K in Bitcoin and I think we're going down to maybe 200 in uh, Ethereum. 85 to 95% drop in Ethereum, 80 to 85% drop in Bitcoin. That's what I think is gonna happen. Everyone else is telling you bull run, new all-time highs, all this crap. I think they're all wrong. And we'll see. We'll see who's right and we'll see who's wrong. Now, if you don't want to ride Bitcoin down to 10,000, and you don't want to ride Ethereum down to 200, now, I don't have a crystal ball, right? These things might not happen. But historically, 85% and 95% drops in Bitcoin and Ethereum have happened. They've happened before. And the run-up to those happening looked exactly like this. People buy million-dollar JPEGs, People, uh, you know, buying every stupid scam they could see. Same stuff. Hey, look, a picture of a dog. Dogecoin, boys. Guess what? Bring an adoption to your coin. You're going to be able to sacrifice Dogecoin for the sacrifice set. Awesome. You know, Or you could give it to the SENS Foundation. scns.org slash donate. Email them, airdrop at scns.org. If you want to save your life, you know, they're trying to do medical research to everybody's life. I think history may not repeat perfectly, but it sure does rhyme. And some things did repeat perfectly. Like, hey, CME launched back then, dumped. Hey, Coinbase launched now, dumped. 27 days later, Ethereum dies. 27 days later, Ethereum dies. Oh, lucky boy, that was the easiest call ever. (laughs) Easiest call ever. Um, Things do pump in the the bear market. So right now, everything in crypto is dying. Hex is making new all-time highs. It's amazing. Back in 2017, uh, EOS, 2018, EOS uh, had their launch. They did a 40X in the bear market ever since. Not good. So, you know, I think new networks, particularly ones that do all the things Elon Musk says he wants, save the environment, waste less electricity, have cool memes. People love airdrops, have thousands of free new coins. You know, it's it's awesome. And have a track record of performance. We already have improved the software. So our devs have already made Ethereum better. This is not like an if, this is a look, it's already happened. Go on pulsechain.com on uh, Twitter and you can see it. you can see the commit, see the approval. Thanks guys. We made it better. And I don't expect that to stop anytime soon, right? Blockchain code by and large could be a lot better. And I know the guys that can do it. (coughs) So we've covered hex 211,000% run up. We've warned you about receiving uh, unknown uh, hardware devices in the mail. Beware, you could lose all your money. <sighs> and thank goodness someone out there in the world is getting those warnings out there. We've covered Pulsechain, the world's largest airdrop, which I think the sacrifice phase uh, can start tomorrow. I mean, look, the sacrifice phase can start whether or not the website even gets updated. But I think it would be a nice thing. So probably update the website have a video show you the page tell you the URL until you hear me say it here everything you see is fake you need to see me say it here and confirm it across YouTube and Telegram and Twitter so that you know you're not getting scammed because boy there's a lot of scammers out there fake imposters posting you know DM me under my threads in these video comments millions of imposters Name, pinned by Richard Hart. Face, copy of my profile photo. Real, no, fake, horrible. So, and then even sites you see popping up around Hex. They'll pretend that they're friendly sites and then when it comes time for sacrifice, they'll switch to the scam. So, you know, there's a Spanish Pulse Telegram group so far, seems okay, but I wouldn't be surprised if they switched to evil and sent everyone bad info. Because I'm not an admin in that group. So if I'm not an admin in the group, can't trust them don't know don't know when they're going to switch to evil all right so i wouldn't trust the spanish pulse chain group i wouldn't trust any pulse chain group that i didn't create now so t.me forward slash pulse chain com you get a direct message and anything else it's fake and i mean the words are very similar I don't want to tell you the words because you might go to the sites, but I've seen a fake website with the words Pulse and Sacrifice in it. I've seen fake websites with uh, Telegram groups with Pulse Sacrifice in it. I've seen fake bot with Pulse Sacrifice in it. You name it. I've seen it. There's a lot of fake garbage out there, man. It's gross. Just got to be careful. Yeah, you guys, look, you're going to be surprised if you go swap your coins out and the exchange holds them up. So if you want to get into USDC, that was a great time. If you wanted to get a hex, looks like it's a beautiful vertical green line. Looks like it worked out really well for everyone in the history before us, because today was the all-time high price. Beautiful, amazing. Almost as though it was designed to do that. Really good design. Yeah, really good design. I'll hit chat here. I'm gonna scroll down to the bottom. Let's see what you guys got to say here. I think PLS might just make us billionaires. All right. Just like Hex Pulse Chain will be a complete EVM. Hex is not an EVM. Runs on an EVM. Um, you forgot to spin the spinners. Now nah, I spun them twice. Here, you guys want some more spinny spin? Spinny spin, I'll give it to you. Boy, is this an uncomfortable position, my Lord. Have you noticed I've almost not cursed at all? One, it might've been mushed up enough in the language that the, the bots don't penalize us for it. Looking forward to seeing Richard as the new face of crypto. I lost a little weight guys. I lost 10 pounds. So face looks better as the weight comes down. Let's keep it going. Snapshot at the end of sacrifice phase. Nope. So once pulse chain sacrifices going test net public test net is what gets released next. And, uh, what's a question. Oh, snapshot. Yeah, so you'll have the snapshot after everyone likes how the testnet's going. And, you know, if it works great and doesn't need any improvements, then uh, you set a date for the snapshot. So the next thing in between snapshot and uh, sacrifice phase is public testnet. And it's ready. Just, you know, infrastructure provisioning. Sorry, I came late. What are the benefits of sacrificing and is it happening now? Should be happening tomorrow. Don't fall for fake ones you might hear about now. I mean, I get messages from people. Hey, I bought EPLS on Uniswap. Hey, oh, you got scammed. Good job. Hey, I, 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 I bought Pulse on the the Telegram bot. No, you didn't. You got scammed. And then he's like, oh, I was trying to do it at charity. No, you weren't. You would have emailed sends.org. Don't give me a sad story after you got scammed. Like, what? Um, yeah, I wish that people would stop getting scammed. it would be great. Can you go a bit of depth of the sacrifice points, please? I did that, man. It's hard, I don't want to do it again. I'm, t- I'm tired, man. I'm really tired. Go to the Telegram group. Read the images that I pasted. There's a lot of text there. t.me forward slash pulse I mean, look, basically like points just rewards those earlier and larger. More than it rewards those later and smaller and it is very reasonable in the way that it it does it, that's it. It's an awesome system, really awesome. Reordering by volume, I think, is the most innovative component of it. Why are people surprised when a genius invents and designs a machine that works? Why are people surprised when a genius invents and designs a machine that works as intended and then it works as intended? Maybe it's because everything else in crypto is pretty bad. Because I've just been, you know, experimenting with some of it and it is pretty bad out there. Crazy bad. The stuff doesn't do what's written on the tin. Um, oh, some guy, some guy. <laughs> I, I have how do I say this? There are people that have been radio silent about Hex that could have been vocal promoters of it. And I could have savaged all these people for not doing that, but I chose not to. I took the high road, And now you see a lot of people changing their tune and saying Hex is awesome and apologizing for what they said in the past. I like that, I like that a lot. And it's a great Abraham Lincoln quote. Do I not destroy my enemy when I make him my friend? Good quote, Abraham Lincoln. Thanks a lot, buddy. So me not savaging people that have been radio silent about the most amazing thing in crypto to ever exist. Hex.com. Me not savaging them personally has allowed them to, to come around and be like, yo, this is cool. Thanks. So there's a guy... Who talked a lot of crap about me, talked a lot of crap about Hacks, and I'm like, hey man, let's, uh, let's have a friendly chat, because I'm doing a friendly thing. I had an XRP dev on here, we had a friendly chat. I had uh, you know the guy that thinks that the stock market was going to crash, but instead it just kept making new all-time highs. We had a friendly chat. You know, um, I had a guy that thinks hex uh, is a scam and doesn't think Uniswap can do price discovery because he only thinks Uniswap only only thing price discovery can come from is a central limit order book. What? Dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, he, and, and also didn't know that Uniswap V2 is actually a central limit order book now since it supports asymmetrical liquidity. You just have to pull it after you get filled. Or it unfills again. I educate all these people. <coughs> now, he lost. A, we made a bet, too. I wanted to bet him a Bitcoin. He wouldn't do it. Maybe doesn't have much money. I don't know. And he, uh, <coughs> he said, you know, I think Bitcoin is going to go 50 before 30. K in price, I'm like, yeah, I'll take that bet. It took me like twelve seconds to debate it. I'm like, yeah, it's good, I'll take it. And it was this, the bet was weighted towards his side, because if he won, I'd give him an expensive Bitcoin. But if I won, he'd give me a cheap Bitcoin. Most people don't realize that. So, you know, in, unless you're an advanced better, you should just bet USD valued. Numeraire is the fancy word for how you settle a bet. Numeraire, n u m e r a i r e. So, he lost the bet. Bitcoin went right down to 30, like a week after the show. And I'm like, what's up, bro? Don't come at the king. (laughs) It's like, I just just am right over and over and over and over and over and over again. And it's just like people aren't measuring what's going on. Like they're just oblivious to how wrong they've been. But some, uh, saw some guy, all these people that sell newsletters pretend that you'll learn how to get rich, but really you'll just lose all your money. That's all these newsletters. All of them. That's what they do. They, uh, you know, he's he's talking about how the S&P 500 is going to crash again. And then you look at his track record and you're like, bro, you've been saying this for 10 years, 15 years. You're ultra-omega wrecked. Everyone got rich but you. You lost money. How dumb are you? If you had not done anything at all and just sat in dollars, you'd have more dollars now. Instead, you made bad investments and lost money and have less money now while everyone else has more. Idiots, and then they keep selling newsletters to people. And they keep buying them, yeah, yeah. Paid groups and trading, gonna lose your money. Newsletters, gonna lose your money. Trading in general, gonna lose your money. Margin trading, gonna super duper lose your money. Trading it out of different coins, gonna lose your money. Even being a liquidity provider has huge risk. Oh, you get rug pulled. Lost your money. Oh, one half of your pair went valueless, so the market emptied you of the side that had value and shoved all the side that didn't have value. You wrecked. People like I created a product that is finished and complete and done and immutable, and it is working exactly as intended. And it monetizes the most, most healthy behavior in personal development and the most healthy behavior in cryptocurrency investing, which is buying and holding that which has product market fit. You think anybody outperformed Bitcoin 6.1 million X? Trading? They lose it all, man. And how many people are out there telling you that, trying to save you? You see any shill links under my video? You see two links. Well, okay. Bragging about my watches because people like that stuff. Otherwise, they don't like and follow you. So if you're not rich and outlandish or whatever, they won't like and follow you. So I only wear like $1,000 shirts now. I hope this one was a thousand, it was only 800, I'll be mad, Um, just because people like it more. They like it more. They watch you more. If you're out in the street, you got a quarter million dollar watch. People like it. They like it a lot. So, you know, human beings use social signaling to try and tell who the winners are from who the losers are. And what we use is proof of work. And the proof of work is how much is the expensive crap you can get, What I'd like to see is some stuff you could brag about and buy that would show how much of a winner you are, like a limited edition set of, uh, you know, hex things that were very expensive that you could only get if you could sign a statement from a key that had a certain value. And then you're like, yeah, maybe your friend lent you his key, but at least we know you got a really expensive friend. (laughs) Um, Because it's better than giving these Swiss guys a bunch of money. Hey, look, these guys in Switzerland are slaving over microscopes forever. We're enslaving them on the microscope for why? Just so other people like me. That's why I just want to be liked, you know, so we can find other ways that people could like you and still show that you're of amazing value or merit or interesting or fun without having to enslave a Swiss guy on a microscope. Well, that's better for the world. Right? So I try and find better, more efficient less negative externality ways to make the world a better place. And I've been doing that for a long time. One of my first companies was called Efficient Systems. I care about efficiency. I want to be a winner too. Take me to the promised land, Richard. You take yourself, bro. You have no expectation of profit from the work of others. You do all the work. You take yourself there. If you want to read my free self-help books, t.me forward slash scivive, S-C-I-V-I-V-E. You know, or if you like free coins, enjoy the 10,000 or more free coins that will come into the world from t.me forward slash pulsechaincom. These are factory watches, all of them, yes. I need a ninth because I'm wearing bracelets because this looks way cooler with eight watches in there, you know? So I got, I got, uh, I'm on the lookout. If you know somebody that's got a a GMT ice, maybe a rainbow Daytona. Um, why am I telling you guys? You rich hexagons will try and bid against me. Am I really getting lit up by the stuff here? We're going to reduce some of the wax dripping on me. We did end up getting wax mess after all. We've had enough, homies. I don't want to clean all this up. Really? For you GIF makers at home, I'll do that better next time. You're definitely making an impact in this world, Richard. Thanks, man. Let's go look at the prices, hey? Two-tone Nautilus or GMT. Favorite watch? I mean, this... uh GMT, SARU, Sapphire Ruby, Rose Gold, 250K. That's my favorite one currently. Love it, absolutely love it. But I got the same one in uh, white gold, yellow gold. This one doesn't have diamonds in the bracelet. This is a platinum Daytona with diamond baguette dial. Silver, no. Stainless steel, 5726, annual calendar, moon phase indicator, 24 hour indicator, day, month, year, no, day, month, date. Chronograph, normal chronograph, not like a flyback or anything. Submariner, two-tone, blue face, and then a two-tone Zenith Daytona. Yeah. This is a 59, 5980, 5726. GMT Master 2s. Platona, Daytona Platinum, you know, that's it. I got the model numbers and prices under the video guys. So like even some, even some videos about how they're made. So basically Rolex and a Patek Philippe should be sending me checks for promoting their stuff as well as Philip Klein. I've seen a lot of Philip Klein crap because I wore it. And so Hexkins ended up buying. It's funny. What price is the next candle lighting? I don't know, dollar, dollar works. <clears throat> it's amazing how much of a leader Richard is. Thanks, man. Yeah, I teach you how to do everything better dress, poop, pee, wipe your ass, everything. It's in the book. Go inside Vive, it's all there. You ever wonder why you have armpit hair? Why it's there? You ever wonder why your girlfriend's angry at you when she's on her period? It's all there. It's all in the book. It's awesome. I even teach you how to have better orgasms. Will there be any adjustment to points based on nefarious pass wallet behavior? Man, we don't, like. I. If you guys want to see scammers not have the same experience as non-scammers Y'all better get to work identifying what the scammers are and, and, and what the scam was, right? Because you, you're running out of time, man. You guys had months to do this. Now it's like the final hours. And you guys are just now busting out like these wild ideas. So if you want to see scammers not get hooked up, you better start talking in the chat right now. t.me forward slash pulsechaincom. Get in there and have your, have your ideas heard. Now is the time. Will we get emailed to the sacrifices started? Nope. Man, I don't think the Hex email list has received an email in months and months and months. I, I can't remember the last email that went out. But I tell you what, all these other crypto provider boy, mm, they're hitting you with that email every day. Maybe that's smarter. Maybe the Hex email list should receive more mail than than never. Yeah. He's tired and cranky. Uh, I'm actually not cranky. I think I'm pretty happy. I mean, what do you want, man? Sacrifice code works great. Websites ready. I'm just not telling you the URL Everybody pretty much like understands what's going on and is in love. Haters are turning into friends. I mean, people that didn't like Hex, they do like Pulse. It's just new all-time highs. People are buying Lambos, Rolexes, houses. What, what do you want? This is awesome. I mean, guys, you went up 211,000% in a year and a half. If it can be better, I'm ready to see it. I'm ready. Maybe maybe something else I designed could be better. Maybe. But God darn. This is real good, man. Like and the communities come together and it's just doing amazing things all the time. Just it's wall to wall awesome out there, man. It's just wall to wall awesome out there. So I is there anything like I mean there's still things that could be better, right? Like we could have better fiat on ramps. It's very hard for people to buy crypto in general. And because Hex is crypto, it's hard for them to buy it. That's something that can be solved. What else? Yeah, is it, man, man. I, I don't think I'm cranky. I think I'm pretty happy. I think the Hexkins are pretty happy. And I think people that have been waiting for the, the sacrifice phase to make that political statement that speech is a protected right and blockchains are speech. It's peer-to-peer communication. Be nice if the fees were lower. I'm happy, man. Richard, you're looking more handsome. Do you have an excessive routine, um, an exercise routine? Yeah, I do. I'm just not doing it right now. I'm just eating healthier now, but my exercise routine is—it ain't happening. I used to do bench, deadlift, chin-ups every day. Now I do them no, ne- never. So lucky I'm still strong, yay! But it would be nice to get into that again. I'm just happy dropping weight right now. You know, I'm competing with a friend. He's dropping weight. and I'm dropping weight. Can you please explain more about staking and pulse and if there's T shares? Oh, there's nothing like T shares and pulse, man. There's no time component. So, you know, you can delegate your stake to somebody else. You earn a percentage of the, you know, rewards that they didn't burn and, uh, or didn't get burnt is a better way to say it. And then you can change what validator, I think, I think you have to, you can only change like once a day. You got to check on the code and yeah, I mean a lot of these parameters, some of these parameters were able to copy from networks that are POS that have had good track record with similar parameters. And then, you know, Some of them we introduced ourselves, so you'll see soon. It's really cool that we got 2,500 people watching. I can't remember, you know, maybe this is what happens when hex.com is the only good thing going on in crypto and everything else is dying and hex is going up new all time highs, you know, Bitcoin goes down 10% a day. Hex goes up 30% a day. People kind of uh, start to figure out, Hey, wait a second. I heard there was a lot of scams in crypto. Which one of these is the scam? The one that is making me richer or the one that is making me poorer? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I like hacks a lot, a lot. And if any of you guys that run into people that just have run into it and don't understand things like volume, liquidity, centralized ownership anything like that just go to hex.com scam and it's all answered there already because we've all heard all the same stuff for literally years now years years we've heard it it's all answered already man there's not a question that can be asked that i haven't seen i mean it we have a very very extensive list of rebuttals for every single weird silly comment people make why aren't you on any big exchanges? I can list you a lot of real bitcoins that aren't scams, that aren't on big exchanges. They, they don't have everything listed. Oh, and by the way, those same big exchanges, steal everyone's money rather often, give people bad deals rather often, make you beg for your money or never give it to you at all, very often. Those guys, are those that what we're pretending is the quality and then you, you go and you're like, okay, Brian Armstrong, founder of Coinbase, literally made a post a week or two ago that it said just because we list something on Coinbase, it doesn't mean that we think it's a good project. We think you should be able to buy anything. And we're trying to list everything that's legal to list his words, his words. And then you go look at things that have been listed on Coinbase and you see what their price performance is. And you're like, Oh, Oh this ain't 2017 man it seems like most things that get listed on exchanges dump but maybe maybe it's not everything but a lot of stuff a lot of stuff that gets listed on coinbase dumps and dumps hard and keeps dumping unfortunately and that's look it's not their job like they're not your virtual investment advisor they're not supposed to do your research for you and tell you what's going to pump and what's not going to pump, that's not their job. And you shouldn't expect that from an exchange and you shouldn't pretend that exchanges are, are arbiters of quality because they are obviously not, they're not a lot of times they list things that shouldn't get listed or should be listed with a big hell of warnings that, Hey, this is probably a scam, right? Um, other things like volume is how much the users are getting harmed. It's how much the exchanges and market makers are getting rich. Most people think the opposite. Most people think decentralized ownership is good for price. That's not true. Or socialism would have worked great. Communism would have worked great. Every book, everybody has the same ownership. Nope. It works. Terrible. Capitalism works better. And what does capitalism have? Some really rich guys get more and most other people get less. Works better. That's how it is. And if you look at the distribution of ownership in almost every single ERC 20, the top. 100 coins owns 85 to 95% of the vast majority. That same analysis was done on HEX and it was like 36%. You can go to etherscan.io, click tokens, of which I think HEX is number three, highest market cap, and then just go click whatever ones you want and then click holders and it'll show you a chart or show you the addresses with what percentage they own. It's all public, it's all easy. It's one website away, etherscan.io. If you wanna see Dogecoin distribution, Google Dogecoin Rich List. If you want to see Bitcoin distribution, Google Bitcoin Rich List. It'll take you to BitInfo Charts. And then it's going to show you 40 per t- 42% of all Bitcoin is, two, is in 2,000 addresses. Dogecoin's distribution is even more centralized. But look at the prices. Bitcoin went up 6.5 million X with very centralized ownership. Dogecoin went up however many X with very centralized ownership. Centralized ownership is amazing for price. Facebook has it. Amazon has it, Google has it, and these are, quote, public companies. Funny, those public companies still have highly centralized ownership. So you have to understand blockchains It's very useful to have decentralized control. It's very useful to have decentralized, redundant developers, communities, code bases, server infrastructure, geographic locations of nodes. Those things are all awesome to be decentralized and amazing things that have to do with, uh, you know, owning a coin doesn't give you power over those things. Owning a coin doesn't let you mint Bitcoin only enriching electricity companies and mining hardware companies that are definitely not American. Enriching those foreign companies is how you earn Bitcoin. You don't earn Bitcoin by holding Bitcoin. You do earn hacks by staking hacks. So yeah, people have everything backwards. And I could I could give you a long list of things that backwards. So, hey, you know what? I will, because I will tell you these things and no one else will tell you them. People say Bitcoin's unhackable. It's never been hacked. No, nope, that's not true. It has critical vulnerabilities rather often. There's a long list of them. You could just do a search for Bitcoin critical vulnerability and you'll get the list. One time somebody minted a couple billion extra Bitcoin for free. There's only supposed to be 21 million. Oops. Had to forget that uh, chain existed. And, like fork and, and have the chain without it. Kind of a chain rollback. That happened in 2010. Then, lo and behold, another inflation bug hits. Inflation bug is a fancy word for anyone can mint as many free coins as they want that doesn't deserve them, which in my mind is complete and total failure of the system. Another one of those bugs happened when they tried to improve the code, which is spaghetti code. It has no spec. It has no modularity. It has no professional audits. It has... No bug bounty program. It's not good code. Now, the client is durable, reliable, and, you know, has been battle-hardened for a while. And if you're used to running nodes that just drop off and die, like, you know, some people be running a Doge node and it'll just fall over and die, well, can't transact. Neither could anyone else that was connecting to it if it was public. You know, so the, the Bitcoin D software produced by Bitcoin Core, it's reliable from uptime perspective but it's not reliable from a consensus perspective or modularity perspective it's very not good so hex does some things better you can't accidentally screw up our consensus and number of coins very easily because it's locked unchangeable code so you can't accidentally change it when you're trying to improve something else love it amazing awesome better the network it runs on more decentralized. You don't have to beg and pray to an ASIC miner to smile upon you and give you an ASIC machine, so that you could lose money or make less money than you would have made by just buying the coins outright. Mining's a terrible business, by the way. You don't make as much as you would have just buying the coins, and you destroy the environment, and you reduce chip-making supply for all the other industries which need chips right now. Cars are, have a, cars have a chip shortage. Video cards are sometimes hard to get. A, get a hold of. There's even other negative externalities out there from people trying to monetize things that aren't ASICs. It's not good for the world. So they found another inflation bug. A Bitcoin Cash developer was nice enough to instead of printing as many free Bitcoin as he wanted, he told the developers He responsibly disclosed to the developers that there was a flaw. That anyone could mint as many free Bitcoin as they wanted. This is two years ago. Guys, does that sound like where you should put your money? Serious question. Serious question. Do you think you should put your money in a system where someone found out that you could mint as many free Bitcoin as you wanted? And then they had to keep it secret and not tell anybody about it. Or else people would have. I don't like that. I don't think that is good. I think that's terrifying and terrible. Now, let me tell you how many coins have had that problem. That inflation bug mint as many free coins as you want problem. Bitcoin twice. XLM was hacked. Guy minted like 5% extra supply, sold it on the market. Raven coin was hacked. Guy minted an extra, I think 10% of the supply, sold it on the market. Bytecoin was hacked had an inflation bug. Monero, because it was a fork of Bitcoin, also had that inflation bug, but they found it and fixed it before anyone could use it. I like the Monero guys. I think that uh, anonymity and privacy are important human rights that are being lost every day. No one used to be able to read your mail. Not everyone reads your email. No one used to be able to uh, (coughs) know what all the other employees got paid. But now you pay with Bitcoin, one employee knows what all the other employees are making. Oh, look, it's Friday. What else? You know, financial privacy. These are things that you don't have without uh, pseudo anonymity, anonymity, privacy. They're important. You can't be yourself if there's always someone watching you for every moment. You know, a lot of times people speak, you know, in vino veritas and wine, there's truth. When people lose their inhibition, sometimes they'll tell you the truth they wouldn't otherwise tell you. When people have the ability to speak freely and truthfully without great personal retribution, they can say truthful things. Now there's a lot of abuse out there, a lot of trolls that say horrible things, whether they are anonymous or not. There's just people out there that love saying terrible things. It's funny, you see someone say something terrible in one of your threads and then you go click their profile and you're like, it doesn't do this just to me. This guy only says terrible things to everybody. He wakes up, goes to his job, comes home, has a beer, and just says horrible things to people all day long on Twitter. (laughs) You're like, wow, man. You should upgrade your life, dude. Here's a free self-help book. There is a better way. This is net negative for everyone. You're making the world a worse place and you're destroying your own life. Stop being a mirror of someone else. So there's people that generate narratives, generate beauty into the world. Don't be a mirror of that and just be, you know, a dark black mirror that makes things grosser and worse. Like, don't Go do your own thing, go make your own narrative, go be amazing. go make a difference in the world. Don't just be an evil shadow of somebody else. very silly. Um, so yeah, I mean, I tell people the truth about blockchains and price performance and reflexivity, and that you know tops do happen and they nobody else tells them this stuff, man. People say the opposite. People say Bitcoin's unconfiscatable. Hey guys. Is it? Then why does the government auction it off all the time after they confiscate it? So can we be serious and stop saying that? The price is up 6.5 million X over 10 years, 11 years. You don't have to lie about it. It's good enough. It really is good enough. You, you don't have to lie about it. I saw a guy, same guy that founded that exchange that steals people's money, Binance. Probably not most people's money. As I've said, most people haven't been robbed from them yet, but I know people that have and it is disgusting. Um, He made a post that said, you know, inflation is terrible. Thank goodness Bitcoin doesn't have inflation. Well, that's funny, man. Because I minted personally myself Bitcoin out of thin air that never existed before. You might say I inflated the supply. As a matter of fact, every Bitcoin that exists in the entire world was created in the same way. Minted out of thin air by people that wasted electricity that's called inflation, right? You inflate something, make more of it. Now we could go Wikipedia and argue that the technical definition of inflation is actually price uh, going up, and that the technical definition of minting more money is increasing the monetary base, but most people don't think like that, and they speak the common parlance of English that I'm speaking. You can Google parlance, and uh, yeah, When you mint Bitcoin out of thin air, you're inflating the supply. Which I think most people would understand as inflation and which hurts the price. And then for some reason, people go. They they confuse value with cost. The value of Bitcoin is censorship, resistance, liquidity, uptime. Swiss bank account in your head. uh, Price performance of six point five million X you know, best brand awareness, most, uh, you know, people talking about it on television and such, Bitcoin has those things. You don't have to lie about it. You can tell the truth about it. When do you think you're going to 10x in Bitcoin? Why do you think you're not going to go to 10k? Do you think the guys that bought million dollar JPEGs get to, to be rich on that? Or do they get to get wrecked? Like the people that did very similar things in 2017. I think they get to get wrecked. That's my worldview. Why is hex going up when everything else is going down? Because it is a better product, it is a superior product, and it is doing what it was designed to do. It's amazing and it's beautiful, and you have an opportunity to participate. If you have Bitcoin, you can sacrifice it. Sacrifice phase should be tomorrow, it'd be earlier if I get off the stream. And, uh, you know, you could also turn your Bitcoin into USDC on the Ethereum network. You could use uh, bridge.renproject.io with no counterparty risk. You could use shapeshift.io apparently, but I see some sign up thing on the homepage. I'm like, sign up? Why? Um, and then, you know, you don't need to sign up to use bridge.renproject.io. There's no sign up. Some people have said, I mean, there's a changely link on. Uh, Hex.com slash trading. There's a coinswitch.co. Um, and then there's this thing I haven't looked at called the Thorchain. chain, I guess. They have like a kind of like you swap across pairs, but it's not that liquid yet. i never used it yet. But if you guys, you know, are security conscious and don't want to hand out your selfies to everybody conscious, these are the ways that I know of that that seem to be more privacy-preserving, pre- basically. What else? Yeah, and you can, if you want to uh, sacrifice Monero for the sacrifice set, you can. What else? Yeah, so we covered Bitcoin, we covered Ethereum, covered Hacks, we covered SyVive, Pulse Chain. Yeah, guys, everything's going amazing. Like, welcome to the party. It's absolutely awesome. New all-time highs, man. It's just fabulous. We're really showing everybody who's been swimming with their shorts off. Tide goes out. Some dude swimming without his shorts off. Now his ass is showing. T.me forward slash pulsechaincom. Hex.com. Richard Hart Win on Twitter. Twitter.com forward slash Richard Free books. T.me forward slash where's War's our largest airdrop. It's coming. And the sacrifice phase is coming. Hopefully tomorrow. I mean, should be able to do it tomorrow. Any other questions, guys? I'll put a link in chat here. Like, subscribe, click the bell. Apparently, you even got to click notification bell on Twitter now, which I don't even know how long that's been around. t.me slash pulse chain com. There was like 250 people in the voice chat yesterday. That's pretty crazy. TME Hex Crypto. Here's the Twitter. Um, yeah, guys, enjoy your lives, man. I mean, we're living the dream. We've got a ton of opportunity ahead of us. We're doing things that have never been done before. We're going to make Ethereum better. We're going to make Geth better. We're going to reduce fees for people. It's going to be the world's largest airdrop. The game theory is awesome. Mechanics are awesome. We're going to reduce the pollution in the environment. It's just great, man. We're going to empower more people to hold their keys instead of giving their keys to other people. It's just great. I mean, we're making the world a better place. Oh, and we're funding medical research. So you guys that are sacrificing to SENS.org, they're a registered 5013C charity that does medical research. Congratulations, man. The life you save might be your own. Might be your kids. Might be mine. Who knows, man? Saving lives is good. It's the highest and best cause of any human being, in my opinion. It's to save and heal their fellow man. So, take it out. Check it out. SENS.org slash donate. Email them if you're going to donate. If you want credit, uh, airdrop at SENS.org. It's been a pleasure seeing you guys. Have fun, everybody, man. New all-time highs. Enjoy it. This is what we're here for, man. Dominance to win, and we are winning.